5: Well, good afternoon and welcome to the final day of 2018. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show. And This day is a big day for me because as we are rounding out this year, 2018 has been quite a a journey for me. Certainly when we rounded out 2017 and uh, had our expectations for the new year, there is no way that uh, I could even foretell what my 2018 would be. And it has been a significant uh, uh, detour, a a distraction, even though uh, it certainly wasn't a distraction uh, for the Lord. Uh, As a Christ follower, uh, I am absolutely confident that he knew exactly, uh, moment by moment, exactly what was going to be uh, transpiring in my life and the life of my family. And as of today, I'm just uh, really blessed to be with you here on this new year's eve and in fact usually between christmas and new year's and this day is a day that uh, it's almost like clockwork that i am not with you it's a day that uh, uh, joins uh, several other days here at the end of the year that uh, i enjoy uh, spending time with my family often uh, either during the christmas week or this week uh, we would uh, scamper out to uh, the great state of montana where uh, half of my uh, family uh, is located on my mother's side. My mother was from Missoula, Montana, and so I can tell you that uh, since I'm grounded and uh, my great medical team at Moffitt uh, says a little bit too early to be getting on uh, an airplane just yet, so um, our finances are such that we're certainly probably wouldn't have been in the mix anyway, but I can tell you that I'm a little bit homesick And uh, probably the member of our family that's homesick the most is our son, Zachary, because we have made it a point to uh, introduce him to that side of the family, uh, certainly in Montana. And with that side of the family, in the wintertime comes uh, uh, skiing, downhill skiing. He's kind of followed in my shoes, those of you who know what cross-country skiing is all about. Uh, if you're in great shape or love a lot of uh, intense exercising, cross country's a way to go. But if you like uh, throwing a few shekels at the lift and coming down the slopes, that's uh, even though when you get up on top, us Floridian folks with uh, lungs used to big uh, to the nice moist uh, air that's at sea level, we still can get the winded pretty quickly. But Zach is the one that uh, certainly is a little bit homesick this year of not being able to go out and do some skiing. But I tell you what, uh, I'm excited because it gives us a chance to talk about uh, some things about 2018 in the rearview mirror and looking forward to 2019. But the best part of the show is it's been months and months and months since I've been able to uh, double team on the Bill Bunkley Show uh, with um, our programming uh, manager. And what I mean by that is Michael Miracle is taking a well-deserved day off today. And, Mike, I just want to, again, wish you a very happy new year as you're spending some time in that R&R. But the one, the only Joe Weaver, the guy who keeps, uh, you know, one, two, three, four, five, well, I even lose count how many stations we have right now. But he is the one that uh, all the different programming, all the different elements of the automation, I still don't know how he does it. But uh, the, the fact that most of you know, uh, who are, are regular listeners, who are back with us after my nine-month uh, hiatus, know that Joe is quite the conservative. Joe is quite the social conservative. And I tell you, Joe is quite the articulate conservative, and uh, Joe it is good to have you with me back today because uh, looking forward to having some fun these last 2 hours as you and I are the only ones left at Salem who hasn't gone home
6: early well i mean that that's not entirely true there's lots of people that are still working right now but you know i mean it's it's this time of the this is kind of the getaway day for everybody right the final you know day of the year and we have a holiday tomorrow you know most most people do so you know, it's a pleasure to be here with you, and you know we're working, and, and we're talking to people that are working. If you're out there listening, you're probably working too. So it's a pleasure to be here with you.
5: Well, it's going to be great. Well, as you as I looked at all of what we could talk about today, and and have some fun, and we got some we got some serious things happening as well. Let me go ahead, and of course, we always welcome in our friends from the Answer Station, as well as our Faith Talk Station, and 13A uh, the Biz. Let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the markets for our folks that are tuning in today uh, by virtue of uh, our business network. It looks like the Santa Claus rally finally crept on in, and that's because today uh, the stocks, and these are preliminary numbers, but it um, looks like that throughout today, today the stock market uh, did not come back and have a big sell-off at the end of the year. And, in fact, um, it was uh, pretty pretty steady trading all day. A little bit of a lull a couple of hours ago. But let me tell you that uh, Santa Claus arrived. The Dow Jones Industrials closing out this final day of 2018 up 265 points at 23,327. S&P 500 up 21.11 at 2506.85. NASDAQ up 50.76 at 6635.28. And uh, what I would say is, is that all eyes now, uh, as far as the markets are concerned, are going to be watching what happens on uh, at least January 2nd, which is a Wednesday, January the 3rd, which is a Thursday. Most people are expecting uh, a pretty good rally on those two days. Uh, I would say, along with others, the big test, uh, not the big test, but will be the market action on Friday going into the first weekend. Uh, now, all that being said, that shifts us to another major story, just to give you a brief update, and that is, uh, as of this afternoon, the government shutdown continues to move forward, and that is the shutdown, I think we're in day 10 or so, at least in that neighborhood, and this is um, the shutdown that President Trump uh, has wanted to continue to move forward because of the uh, the holes the sift that um, is right now part of our southern border, and uh, the need to put up the necessary uh, fencing. Uh, And I say that word now uh, decidedly because uh, uh, obviously in the last 24 hours there's been some stories coming out that uh, Mr. Trump has backed away from a solid wall. (coughs) And in fact, uh, one of the many designs that uh, are still there in the desert from those who are submitting bids seems like the president according to reports from his inner circle both those still with him and those that um, have left indicated that uh, he was uh, getting more comfortable with the type of concrete barrier that had slats rather than a solid wall therefore family members could I guess uh, greet each other at the border and it wouldn't be a solid wall but nonetheless, uh, while the president has stayed in uh, Washington at the White House, not only for his Christmas uh, uh, holiday, but also he's going to be stay. he has stayed all the way through. We'll stay there this evening uh, for the uh, New Year's holiday. Uh, the backdrop is uh, with Nancy Pelosi. Uh, pictures started uh, sprouting up on social media that she was out in uh, Hawaii enjoying uh, the great weather out there. And so as people, employees have been furloughed, we'll see how that, if anything, plays out in the story. Now, word is, if the reports are true, that uh, the Democrats who will take power in the House uh, on uh, Thursday, on the 3rd of January, is that they have uh, two separate bills uh, to counter to the president one would be a bill that contains the necessary language to open up all the government services and, and get people back to work, and then there's a separate bill. Uh, in other words, the first bill will 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 uh, take in all of the funding, the balance of the funding that needs to be worked out for 2019, except for Homeland Security, and then. Um, The second bill is going to be one for homeland security, which is where the battle royal over the wall is uh, going to take place. And so uh, that's at least the the latest on that. So uh, in the coming days, we'll keep you up to date uh, with what's happening in that area. And, uh, of course, uh, as we go into the next year, the reason why I followed that story up with the markets the markets are going to be looking very closely at. Uh, first of all, I think it's China. Uh, the president signaled over the um, last few days that he and the Chinese president uh, have uh, both both governments, our government via Donald Trump, and uh, the Chinese government via um, the news service, uh, reports that uh, both countries acknowledge they're making progress on uh, acceptable, uh, trade percentages. Uh, so that would, that is, I'm sure that certainly, uh, was helpful for the markets to stay positive. If that ends up materializing and more news comes out in the next two or three days, that would certainly help, uh, fuel a rally, not only Wednesday, Thursday, possibly Friday, but, uh, in addition to that, the, um, uh... what will happen with the government employees what will happen with the wall all that's going to be uh... very uh... important for the markets going forward and the last thing i will tell you for those of you who are are watching your 401ks and your investments and i'm only mentioning this because we have a large group of people who are um, baby boomers who are either at retirement or going into retirement So, certainly, what's happening in the markets is important. And uh, with that, and our listeners on the biz, I certainly want to uh, add some commentary on that uh, when necessary. That plus, uh, let's watch and see what the Federal Reserve is going to do for the first quarter. I'm in the camp that believes that this last rake height was indeed unnecessary. I also think that the President needs to uh, temper his public remarks to some degree about the Federal Reserve only because. There's a lot of uh, factions that are certainly left of his philosophy um, on the scale that uh, the more rhetoric uh, he produces in, in, in that area could uh, could have some retribution. So what we want to do is have all parties making the right decisions for the U.S. of A. Well, we've got a lot to talk about today. The phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. That's 877 877- 943-9673. When we come back, it's been the ongoing drip, drip, drip of the local news around the area. And uh, only because uh, the the saga of the up and down of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the idea that um, it was uh, this was the year that we were going to see some fun things happen in terms of the progress of the Buccaneers. Of course, uh, off-the-field shenanigans certainly has crippled us and the fact that uh, inconsistency in our quarterbacks in terms of interceptions. We'll talk about that story next, and maybe Joe has an idea which of the coaches may be coming in to be our next coach.
2: Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? That's 800-518-4020.
7: It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in Lebanon. Over half of them, children. Roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future, they are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. You can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to help bring them the greatest gift ever given please call 877-873-0190. Right now, your gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire class of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Let's rescue these kids for Christ before someone else captures them for evil. It'll be the best gift you give this year. Call now and be as generous as you can. 877-873-0190 877-873-0190 That's 877 873 or at LetstalkFaith.com
5: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, excited as the clock is ticking down. It is 21 minutes past the hour as we are marching to midnight. I don't know if you've seen some of the scenes from New York City with the great ball drop tonight. The crowd started filing in at 5 o'clock this morning to that area. 7,000 of uh, New York City's finest. And that includes the tactical division, I think 50 separate uh, uh dogs uh police canine corps is going to be uh there as well and if you see it's raining overcast kind of a miserable day in new york but folks have been standing out there for hours there is no place to sit if you're going to go and be close to all the action you got to go early in the morning and you virtually will stand uh, you get there at six in the morning you've got an 18 hour stand before the ball drops but nonetheless for the rest of us that are right here in uh, sunny Florida, a little bit humid, a little bit uh, uh, warm uh, for this time of the year. But nonetheless, uh, we're looking forward to the, the festivities. Hey, before we get a chance to talk about uh, not only the Bucks making a big change at uh, their headquarters and little speculation about uh, who may be the Buccaneer head coach, uh eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. I invite you to join the conversation on this last day of the year, Bill Bunkley, along with Joe Weaver. Let's go to Brian. Brian is standing by this afternoon. First of all, Brian, happy new year to you, my friend.
8: And you, Bill. Happy New Year, man. How you been, I'm, my brother? I'm I'm good, man. I've been praying for you. Well, that's why I'm better. When you mentioned that you were ill, I thought about Zach. Having an experience is difficult.
5: Yeah. It was. Um, yeah. It, I
8: was like, no, do this, but all we can all do is put it in the Lord's hands and keep our minds and our hearts right. That's it. You just keep praying and, and praying and hoping it will work out.
5: Well, you know what? You know, we live in the most blessed, uh, to me, Tampa Bay, West Central Florida. I think we're in the best place in the world to live, much less being Floridians and Americans. But you know what? We are so blessed. But the other side of that coin that I would just share, since we've talked about this for a second, and is that is there are no guarantees. No. Because, you know, I was, I was bopping along in Tallahassee, next thing you know, Praise the Lord for me that I get an annual checkup, and I got a good friend as a physician that said, "Hey, you know what? Your blood's not good this year. Let's get on this right now." But other than that, you know, I think the word one of the words for 2019 is not only get your annual physical, but kind of what you said, and that is, you know what? We are we are going to pray. We are going to uh, assume. Uh, the best, and move forward the best. But you know what? I just want to tell all of our listeners, on behalf of your call, nothing's guaranteed. We don't know what might happen today, and that's why you never go to bed if you can without having, uh, you know, a bad word for someone. But most certainly realize that each day is a gift from God. That's my philosophy as a Christ follower. And you know what? That's probably the biggest change that has come over my thinking. But I I thank you so much for praying for me because it's because of you and so many of the folks here who have prayed for me. And I just ask now that I'm back, hey, kind of tell your friends that I'm back or your email or your Facebook because obviously some folks are not aware that I'm back yet, and I certainly would like to try and reassemble the whole Bill Bunkley team here as soon as we could.
8: Now, I know a lot of people listen to your show around here where I live, and I, I mentioned it to the people that I know.
5: Well I thank you because word of mouth is the best way. So tell me, do you have something, do you have something in 2019 you've already thought about that could be something you could publicly share about uh maybe a goal or something that's been on your mind uh, for your next step in your life in 2019.
8: I don't need to try to stay on stay on my on the path I have because everybody has to have a path and a code that they live by. Yes. It's just it's not difficult for me because I'm not I'm not a follow guy. But I have to try to remain a good person. Hopefully I am that and stay on track. And I pray all the time for more peace in this world. Because this world is a light. I mean there's stuff blowing up all over the place. Mm-hmm. And that's not me, that's not something I can affect any make any effect on but i everybody who's in harm's way because of the world, the wars and all these things, I pray for them often and uh having been in the military and stuff it's it's difficult, and you see it and you hear the rhetoric of the politicians and they don't really they're not vested. they don't it's just that's something to do to them in my thoughts and uh like President so Trump true going over into a war zone to see the faces and let the people see him in person the other day. That was big to me. Um, yeah, it
5: was very important.
8: I pray for all of them.
5: Mm. Well, let's uh, do this. I'm going to have to take a uh, take a break here in a second. Quick question: Who's going to be the next Buccaneer head coach? Uh, you
8: know, <laughs> it isn't that great. Because most of them with
5: his jobs. hmm And well, the second question. Terminated from
8: Green Bay.
5: Yeah, you got uh, Mike Mike McCarthy is Yeah. Mike so McCarthy from from Green Bay's out there for sure. Is that who you'd like to see?
8: Yeah.
5: All right. Second quick question: Jameis Winston, stay or go? Go. All righty. Brian, my man, you have been a you have been a consistent conservative every time we've chatted on this program.
8: If, from if our family,
5: can, huh? Go ahead.
8: If he can remain in the NFL, hopefully he'll grow up and learn how to act like a gentleman and stop carrying on. And maybe take some pointers from other quarterbacks and I throw into the wrong team.
5: Yeah, and also remember, he's got some kids that are looking up to him. Yeah. And, uh, and, including his own family, and so uh, he, he needs to get it on track. But anyway, all right, my man, you you have been a consistent conservative uh, all the time I've known you. Thank you for being with us today and from our family and uh, both my family, the Salem family, to your family. Just a very, very blessed and prosperous uh, 2019. All right, that's Brian. All right, uh, phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. I'll set this up in just a moment. Um, we have an opportunity once again. The breaking news as of last night, uh, not long after the the game was concluded, Dirk Cutter, uh, which he was expected to be fired because of his win and loss record for this year. Uh, he was relieved of his responsibilities, and I think that uh, he was well prepared for that and um anytime you see someone depart uh for me i don't like the word fire because you know you're fired of course that uh, donald trump uh, may have uh walked into the presidency with that kind of a command but nonetheless uh there's a lot of good people that uh in my mind that uh, god decides that it's time for an interruption in their life and time for a redirect so uh i'm sure uh Coach Dirk will uh, end up being in a good place. When we come back, I think Joe Weaver knows exactly who's going to be the next head coach. So uh, uh, since he's a beloved Browns guy, as well as Ohio State, we'll have a chance to check in with Brother Joe and you. Call me right now, 877-943-9673. We'll have some fun with the Bucks. Don't go away. Be-
9: with SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. GOP Senator Lindsey Graham says he feels better about President Trump's plan to pull out 2,000 U.S. troops from Syria after sitting down with the president yesterday for lunch. He says we're going to, in his words, slow things down in a smart way. Senator Elizabeth Warren has announced she's forming an exploratory committee for the 2020 presidential election. It's her first major step towards seeking the White House. The Massachusetts Democrat is the most prominent Democrat so far to make such a move. An estimated 2 million people set to turn out tonight in Times Square for ringing in the new year. And for the first time, police say they'll be using a drone to keep watch over the huge crowd. The unmanned eye in the sky, the latest wrinkle in the New York City Police Department's ever-evolving plan to try and keep revelers safe. Stock markets mostly higher around the world this last trading day of the year. On Wall Street, the Dow was up more than 250 points. This is SRN News.
10: That's SurroundTampa.com, connecting you with new customers.
1: The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at christianradio.com. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream, Mr. Wright? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
5: Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here, and uh, I want to just take a, a quick time out before we have some fun talking about uh, who might be the next uh, head coach, of the Buccaneers, and what kind of personality might that be. You know, today is the last day of 2018, and if you're like me, I've been busy throughout this day uh, wrapping up a lot of loose ends, have a lot more loose ends to do because, you know, it's closing out the books for the year. I want to make a plea to you that if right now you happen to be listening and you still haven't made those final tax-deductible contributions for the end of the year, boy, would you please consider uh, Heart for Lebanon this afternoon? That's because uh, a one-time tax-deductible gift right this moment, ninety-eight dollars, you could you could ha- be hard-pressed to do more than ninety-eight dollars than to help some of the the little boys and girls that I had a chance to to walk among uh, back uh, October a year ago when I slipped into Lebanon for a few days. Yep, uh, Lebanon, which is controlled by the terrorist group Hezbollah, who uh, don't exactly uh, appreciate Israel a whole lot or any people who support Israel like yours truly. But I slipped in and uh, traveled uh, three different major areas to see the huge humanitarian problem that's going on right now. Two thousand mom, excuse me, two million, pardon me, two million moms and small kids make up the refugees in Lebanon, in the Bekaa Valley, uh, in central uh, Beirut, and also to the south, all the way up to not far from the Israeli border. And I want to tell you that uh, this afternoon uh, I would take it as an honor An honor if you could um, uh, go right now and make that contribution to uh, Heart for Lebanon because they really need to hear from you. And I'll emphasize right now, you can make an online contribution at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. $98 is going to provide for a classroom of uh, 18 children, and you are going to provide a day of education. That is you know, dividing up the cost of the, the books, and it is a Christian education, so we're talking about uh, Christian-based uh, educational books, and uh, teachers who are dedicated to the Christian faith, and a lot of these kids are coming out of uh, the Muslim faith. A lot of them have seen their fathers executed. They've seen their brothers, uh, older teenage brothers and sisters dragged off, and I want to tell you, it's a horrible, horrible situation. But right now, would you consider making that contribution? Uh, you can go to Let'sTalkFaith.com. The only question is, how many days could you take? Uh, we were right at about 60 days remaining. And uh, because of uh, the the holidays, uh, I haven't uh, got a, an up-to-date uh, balance of where we're at. And so we're going to move forward and I look forward to talking to you more after the first of the year but this is really important because this is going to give an opportunity for you to give an end of the year contribution. All right, let's get back to our topic this afternoon and that is uh didn't surprise a whole lot of people but with the bucks coming up short again, this was kind of the frosting on the cake and that is a dirt cutter is no longer going to be at the helm with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I want to bring in uh, our program manager uh Because uh, Joe Weaver, I understand, has an inside source. And uh, before we start talking about uh, what happened in 2018 in the nation and what happened around here, let's find out uh, who this inside source thinks is going to be the next Buccaneer uh, uh,
6: coach. Well, as you as you uh, well know, Bill, we we both we we have a mutual uh, secret <laughs> secret source that uh, just came in here in the studio and and uh, proffered what he thinks is um, and and w- w- the the information that he's been given, and it's it's not like the most secretive thing in the world. I've actually had a chance to look at some of the media reporting, and uh, it's it's a bit of a surprise, but the name Bruce Arians is one that is being bandied about. Uh, quite a bit and is is getting a lot of serious play uh, in terms of the the Buccaneer vacancy for head coach and that would be a bit of a surprise because up until very recently uh, Arians who was the coach of the Arizona Cardinals up until two years ago prior to that he had been he's been in the league and in football for a, a long 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 time he's been a coordinator uh for decades and had been a a fairly a, a successful head coach of the cardinals before retiring uh two years ago now he's been in a broadcast booth for the last couple of years and up until very recently said that he wasn't interested in getting back into coaching unless it was for the cleveland browns now that apparently has opened up because he has a relationship an existing relationship with jason light and who is which is actually kind of a big story because while we're talking about the Buccaneers having, you know, gotten rid of Dirk Cutter and moving on from Coach Cutter, they're not moving on from light and that's that's kind of a pretty big deal because with when you when when you don't, you know, kinda of get rid of both guys, when you keep the head coach Uh, and remove the general manager or vice versa. It does kind of speak to um, an attempt at continuity within the franchise. I think that's kind of a big deal. And he is the one that's supposedly leading the search for the head coach. So somebody like Arians, who's got a lot of experience, he especially has a lot of experience working with young quarterbacks, uh, has a, a wealth of knowledge and experience in that arena as well, probably hasn't had the opportunity to work with somebody the caliber of Jameis Winston, in since his days in Pittsburgh, when he was an offensive coordinator, and the Steelers had Roethlisberger, so with all of that in mind, um, and, and he's certainly not the only name that's out there, but he's the one that's get, that's kind of the, the the being said the loudest today, which was a bit of a surprise considering he really wasn't on anybody's radar as soon as yesterday, you know, with all of this. But uh, that's that's the proverbial word on the street, and um, it's a good word because, in my personal opinion. Um, the, the Bucks couldn't do very much better than if they were to land him.
5: Well, and I will tell you, um, I also have uh, come to find out, well, that uh, he has, notwithstanding the personal escapades of Jameis uh, Winston, but that he has been very high on Jameis Winston's ability and uh, very positive. So if they are considering uh, – maybe even giving Winston a one-year extension or something to see if he can really pull it together. That's an idea. And the question, you know, the question also goes with, you know, does Winston stay or go? That's that's the big, huge question. And if he goes, uh, who are they going to consider bringing in? And then what kind of coach you're gonna get? You, are you going to get? Are you going to get sort of a, a Tony Dungy type of a, of a coach? Maybe Bruce Arians is in that uh, category. Uh you gonna bring one in that's kind of uh, you know, uh just very deep on the X's and O's. Is it somebody else that's uh, a little more demonstrative on the sidelines? All those things are there. I know that there was some discussion that the Buccaneers uh that the Glazer family, Joel and Company were very uh, are very interested in a named known quantity. And obviously, when you're looking at uh, the lack of fans that were filling the stands this year, bringing in someone like a Bruce Arians, bringing in someone like a Mike McCarthy, a former, uh, you know, former Packers coach. But there's two other guys out there, and – and we didn't get to the point of congratulating the SEC for absolute dominance. How about that? Uh, absolute dominance. And uh, I continue to say that, uh, you know, I like the Big Ten, but the Big Ten is basically made up of two teams, Ohio State and Michigan. So one team, basically. Uh, one team, maybe. Uh, but, hey, how about, uh, you know, Michigan took it on the chin. Now, I know that their quarterback uh, had the option of going to the NFL. He's going to stay. And that makes me think that uh, if they'll have him, Jim Harbaugh is going to stay. But you've got uh, Jim Harbaugh with uh, Michigan as well as his brother John Harbaugh, even though I think it's less likely now the Ravens uh, slip themselves into the the, the playoffs. But uh, you got two guys there that could also be high-profile coaches, Joe, that could maybe generate some interest for another year.
6: Sure, and I think that uh, maybe couple weeks ago it was kind of a vogue um, uh, thought process that either of the Harbaugh brothers would be available I I think that regardless whether Shea Patterson stays or goes at at Michigan I I just think that that Michigan is kind of where Jim Harbaugh's um, it's really where he wants to be I mean he left some some fairly choice um, organizations that he that he was at so that way he could take the the I mean left an NFL job so that way he could go take the job at Michigan as far as John Harbaugh his brother you know, they I, I never really thought that was a serious. Um, the reports that were coming out saying that the Ravens were interested in moving on from him. As it happens, they have they have announced that they are that they are going to retain him through the end of his contract, which goes through next year. So unless uh, he were to retire, which is you know not going to happen. It, it, in, in other words, J- John Harbaugh is not going to be available this offseason, no matter what. Jim Harbaugh. It would to me it would be a shocker if he did. Um, and i also think too just just personal that if you know when it comes to be a guy coming and coaching your team it, it, it's, it usually doesn't work out that you, to get a guy that doesn't really want to be coaching your team. So if uh, both of those guys are kind of in the mind of where they want to be, you know, if, if, if Jim Harbaugh, for example, is happy being in Ann Arbor, then that's, I think, where he needs to stay. And the Buccaneers need to bring somebody in that wants to be the coach. Because in order to take on this job, in order to perform at the level that you're going to want ultimately your coach to perform at, he's got to be 110% invested. You know, he cannot have – any degree of um, anything holding back, because that's when excuses start coming in. Well, if I would have had, you know, my offensive system, or if I would have had this guy, or if I could have had this concession, then we would have done better. And it just kind of opens up the floodgates for excuse making later on. And in my opinion, of course, as a lifelong Browns fan, I've got a lot of experience with coaching changes. <laughs> um, but as, when it comes to uh, either one of the Harbaugh brothers, uh, it's it's a nice thought because I think both of them are quality head coaches, but just not practical for uh, for where the Buccaneers are at right now in 2018 and going into the 2019 offseason.
5: Well, then, of course, you've got that uh, go Gators. Uh, you know, they absolutely embarrassed Michigan this year. They're returning the favors of when Michigan uh, embarrassed them. But I don't know if you caught it at the end of the game, but when the two coaches were coming at midfield, uh, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, if he acknowledged – uh, our coach for the Gators, um, I missed it. I mean, it was a, and he's gone. Little sour grapes. Little sour grapes, and and you know uh, that former Florida head coach, uh, who is now leaving the head coaching job at Ohio State, to be an athletic uh, assistant athletic director. I mean, I would think that Michigan may think, uh, okay, now with uh, maybe Ohio State uh, taking a little hiccup here and there. Maybe they get a chance to kind of even things up. But let me just mention the other names real quick, and we're going to go out of here for a break. Uh, former Colts, Colts and Lions coach Jim Caldwell is uh, being discussed. Oklahoma, the Sooner coach, Lincoln Riley, even though he says he has no plans, though, surely talk to him. We mentioned Mike McCarthy uh, with the Packers. Former Colts uh, coach uh, Chuck Pagano, uh, Saints offensive coordinator Pete uh, Carmichael. Chiefs Offensive Coordinator Eric Benemy. the Titans Offensive B-N-E-M. Coordinator. Benemy. Yep. Uh, Titans Offensive Coordinator Matt LaFleur, former Vikings Offensive Coordinator John Filippo, Cowboys Defensive Backs Coach Chris Richard, Eagles Defensive Coordinator Jim Schwartz, and how about the Steelers, Coach Mike Tomlin. That's not going to happen either. Mentioned as well. Well, I just wanted to cover the waterfront because if somebody gets selected, other than any of the names we selected, then we got to come back and
6: do a little splaining, you know what I mean? That's right. (laughs) you got to mention, I think Tomlin coming back would be great, but it's just not going to happen. Yeah. All
5: right. 877-943-9673. When we come back, we'll get into a quick discussion on some of the major national headlines, and we'll get into the second hour, look at some local headlines. Plus, I've got a word in the second hour that I think uh, might be good for a reset for all of us going into 2019. I'm Bill Bunkley. Phone lines are open. Join the conversation. I'll be right back.
11: Growing up, Sue never felt like she would be a good mom. She didn't have the skills or desire to raise children. But Sue discovered the practical help she needed most.
4: Focus on the family has been so so
2: meaningful to me and my parenting has been just the most wonderful resource I think that God could provide.
11: I'm Jim Daly. Give the gift of family to help more people like Sue and when you give today your donation will be doubled. Please call 800-A-FAMILY.
12: Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. This bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel.
7: Call to book today, 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at Let's Talk Faith.com.
3: That's
9: one place. The traditional way of listening to the radio is simple. The system is 100 years old where you have a station and you have a radio. In my opinion, this traditional way of listening to the radio is still the most enjoyable. This is Bob from C. Crane, and today I'd like to tell you about a brand new radio called the CC Radio EP. It is a simple AM-FM radio that comes with superior AM reception, but there's no clock to set or alarm. It has needle and dial tuning, so all you have to do is turn it on and tune it in. The performance is equal to our very best radio. The price is also simple. Everyone loves simplicity with high performance. That's exactly what you'll find with the EP. It sure brings the joy to radio listening.
2: Order the CC Radio EP for only $69.95 by calling 800-522-8863. That's 800 522 or visit us online at ccradio.com
9: this story is called the ugly truth about timeshare if you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare you need my help hello i'm chuck mcdowell ceo and founder of wesley financial group 10 years ago i started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract,
12: you'll pay nothing
6: call for your free information kit 800-290-7100 that's 800-290-7100 800-290-7100 on common ground with pastor joe kelly
1: sometimes things happen in our life and we don't understand what's going on but god knows somebody might have prayed a prayer and you made an action and didn't understand what it was about but it made an impact in someone's life I tell you, God is good. On Common Ground, every Saturday morning at 11, here on Faith Talk, AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1.
2: Bill Bunkley here,
5: and about 52 minutes past the hour, and going to do a little shuffling in the program. First of all, I want to remind you that if you will help us, help me, please, this afternoon, take one of the days of education for Heart for Lebanon, a one-time gift of $98, provides a full-day classroom, plus a meal, the only big good meal those kids are going to get because they return back to the refugee camps for the rations. Hey, can you help me right now? How many days can you take? 877-873-0190. That's 877-873-0190. Our programming adjustment is at the top of the hour, we'll talk a little bit about the the major stories of 2018, both nationally and here in Florida. But first, I wanted to uh, make sure during this hour, uh, I wanted to just pay my respects to somebody who was a great friend of the Bill Bunkley Show and Salem Radio, and I'm talking about Hector Vila. There were seven Vila brothers from West Tampa who served in United States Armed Forces. All of them went to various wars. All of them returned home. And I want to thank Paul Guzzo with the Tampa Bay Times for uh, his epilogue of these fine gentlemen. Because I want to tell you, patriotism was what this family was all about. And it, it spanned three different branches of the military, plus World War II, the Persian Gulf War. And I want to tell you that if you have been anywhere near North Armenia, the 700 block, you have seen the Vila Brothers Park. And uh, back in 2005, when the park was dedicated, they were all there, which was uh, uh, Joe, Willie, Wafredo Jr., Hector, Robert, uh, Dene- Deneo, and Tony. And uh, Hector was on my show uh, a bunch of times. He served as a marine in the Korean War. He actually died on Christmas Eve just a few days ago after an eight- year battle with um, progressive supranucular palsy, which is a brain disorder that is similar to Parkinson. He was 87 years of age, and uh, I want to tell you that um, I remember when veterans are part of uh, our program, my program, because that's so important to me, and the closeness of these brothers and the fact that they were all, that that they were, you know, if you talk to E.J. Salcinas, who's the historian extraordinaire for West Tampa, Ybor City, um, former state attorney, uh, E.J. actually grew up next to all seven brothers there in West Tampa. Uh, where their Spanish immigrant parents also raised seven daughters, fourteen in that family, and they were Spanish immigrants who came here legally. Uh, they were all first generation Americans, and when american when America needed young men, all seven of the Vila brothers stepped forward and Joe, I tell you what that that testimony uh, through the years that I have shared on this program uh, is just as impactful today as then. And uh, we just want to tell um, uh, Mrs. Vila and uh, all the survivors, the family and friends that uh, we loved Hector. We thank God for um, what he did for us as a country and and for our community. And uh, we were sad to see him go. But, um, wow. And uh, as that wraps up the first hour, I know that some of you, I may be bidding farewell for another year. Well, it won't be the type of year like I was uh, missing in action the last one, no. Uh, What I mean by that is uh, I will be back uh, on Wednesday at 4 o'clock for the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, this is uh, one of those unusual years where I'm uh, decidedly, when I got cleared to come back, I wanted to come back and uh, be with you as soon and as often as possible to Uh, re our conversation, so I just wanted to tell you that I'll be back. Now, coming up in the second hour, we're going to review some of the important stories, both locally and nationally, plus I want to invite you to come on over to 570 a.m., or if you're in Plant City, 910 a.m., or if you're in Lakeland, 102.1 f.m., because uh, I'm also going to share a little bit of an end-of-the-year, first-of-the-year story about new beginnings, and uh, it comes from uh, the Gospel of Luke, and I'd love for you to to be a part of that. But, however, if your schedule doesn't allow you to stay with us, and, of course, 570 uh, has a a great signal all around West Central Florida, I just want to tell you, number one, to be safe out there, especially the later it gets, and if you're out after midnight, please exercise uh, extreme caution with defensive driving. I don't know if we're going to get uh, more sea fog and fog tonight, but not only want you to be safe, but want you to just uh, have a a very blessed New Year's Eve and New Year's and remember that uh, not only are we starting anew with a new year, but you know, every day we get up is a new beginning and uh, you know, winners, no matter how often they're knocked down, they get back up. And so I know it's tough to get back up, back up. I know there were times where uh, there were days where I didn't feel like getting back up and backed up, back up. And, and I'm sure there's days I didn't get back up. But, you know, within a day or so, uh, I got my head back on and went forward. And I just want to encourage you, because all of us have challenges. All of us, you know, didn't have an Ozzy and Harriet Christmas or New Year's. And uh, all those television families sometimes tend to put the pressure on us. But I want to tell you, it is a great new beginning. And as far as it is to me, uh, because God's given me some extended time, I want to continue to encourage you to be all you can for yourself and your family and for our community and nation. Well, I'm going to take a quick time out. I hope most of you would join me on the other side of 570. Until then, I'll be right back.
7: It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in Lebanon. Over half of them, children. Roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future, they are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. You can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to help bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190. Right now, your gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire class of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Let's rescue these kids for Christ before someone else captures them for evil. It'll be the best gift you give this year. Call now and be as generous as you can. 877-873-0190. That's 877 or at letstalkfaith.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at com. a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com.
13: I'm Keith Peters. House Democrats are introducing a legislative package that would reopen the government, which is now in the second week of a partial shutdown.
6: Democrats will retake House control on Thursday, and one of their first acts is expected to be voting on a package to end the shutdown. It does not have the $5 billion President Trump's demanding for a border wall, and he insisted just this morning he still wants to build it. While Democrats are all but certain to approve the package, Senate GOP Chief Mitch McConnell's spokesman says Senate Republicans will not take action on anything unless it has the president's backing. They were frustrated earlier when the president dismissed their legislation to avoid the shutdown
13: altogether. Sagar Magani, Washington. Times Square started filling up early in the day for the New Year's Eve celebration. New Year's Eve visitor Aziza Hinawi says she doesn't mind the lack of creature comforts and the hours-long wait for the ball drop.
2: People keep asking us that. They keep asking us how we don't have food, water, or bathrooms. But, but you, you know, can we'll be, <laughs> we'll be fine.
13: It's already 2019 in places like Delhi, India, and in the Philippines, dozens of people were injured when many across the country set off powerful firecrackers in one of Asia's most violent celebrations, despite a government scare campaign and threats of arrests. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren is forming an exploratory committee for a possible run for president in the year 2020. If
2: we organize together, if we fight together, if we persist together, we can win. We can
13: and we will. Warren is expected to be one of many candidates that Democrats will be choosing from as the 2020 presidential campaign commences in earnest. A good day on Wall Street as the Dow was up by 265 points, the NASDAQ rose 50, the S&P advanced 21, oil up slightly to $45.41 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com.
6: I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. Another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rachel approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional
14: conditions or exclusions may apply.
13: Russia's FSB state security agency says it's arrested a U.S. citizen, quote, What's spying in Moscow? The FSB, Russia's main security agency, notified the Americans that Paul Whelan had been arrested on suspicion of carrying out an act of espionage, but gave no further details. A criminal case has been opened against him, and if found guilty, he could face 10 or 20 years in jail. US officials have asked to see him. There's no more information yet about Mr. Whelan or what he was doing in Moscow, but spying allegations have been a persistent feature of Russia's difficult relationship with the U.S. over the past year. BBC correspondent Dan Johnson. The Vatican spokesman Greg Burke and his deputies have resigned amid a communications overhaul that coincides with a troubled period in Pope Francis's papacy. Burke says he and Deputy Paloma Garcia Ovejero were leaving their jobs as of Tuesday. Burke says the decision's been in the works for months. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. The World Food Programme has demanded that Houthi rebels in Yemen end the misappropriation of food aid in parts of the country under their control. More
9: than 15 million Yemenis are at risk of famine and rely on food aid for survival. But monitors for the WFP have found that many are not receiving what they're entitled to in Houthi-controlled areas, including the capital Sana, with trucks taking supplies away from designated distribution points. The food ends up in the hands of those not entitled to it or on sale, on the open market. The executive director of the WFP, which is trying to get food to up to 12 million people, has called it an outrage at a time when children are dying in Yemen because they don't have enough to eat.
13: BBC correspondent Sebastian Usher reporting Verizon customers can continue to watch ESPN, ABC, and other channels owned by Disney after the two companies announced a deal over programming fees. The telecommunications giant and the entertainment company say details will be released soon.
4: are the true and the living
5: God.
0: And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley.
5: And welcome back, and uh, good end of the year greetings to all of you. Welcome to the Bill Bunkley Show as we are about to uh, close the curtain on 2018. And as you can uh, very much uh, understand, it is. Um, Uh, A very special day for me, and 2018 will be one that I will remember, not only in this life, but for all eternity. Hope you're having a great afternoon. Many of you have probably been excused a a little bit early from your employers if you are on the Monday through Friday work routine. Of course, so many of you in the workforce uh, work nights, weekends, and service jobs, and self-employed at home and so maybe a different story for you but nonetheless the sun is uh, going to be setting in the south and uh, we're going to have a warm and muggy opportunity this evening to bring in the new year well the new year is already uh begun the celebrations have begun way on the other side of the world so As that timeline continues to move with the rotation of our Earth, more and more of uh, the big cities are celebrating the big day. And uh, we're going to talk about some of the uh, highlights uh, that uh, transpired for both um, uh, 2018 on the national level as well as uh, on the local level. But I have some breaking news this afternoon. Um, CBN News. This is going to be shocking to many of you. CBN News is reporting that evangelist Franklin Graham, the son of Dr. Billy Graham, according to Benjamin Gill, um, he's been having a little bit of a war with Facebook. But uh, evangelist Billy Graham revealed that he was recently suspended from Facebook for taking a stand for his biblical beliefs. CBN News reporting the temporary ban lasted 24 hours, and while the censorship itself is shocking enough, it was also surprising that the ban was retroactive, resulting from a comment he made, are you ready, my brothers and sisters? Two years ago. Now, I want to tell you, I, I'm the timing of this is very curious to me because The Congress, I'll tell you what, Facebook is just, is not a conservative organization. And no one can tell me that their censorship policies are fair and balanced, pardon the pun. And Congress was set to have in-depth hearings with the founder, Mr. Zuckerberg, and what happened was the government entity, that was set to have the hearings about giving away personal data, uh, this, this censoring that's going on. Well, guess what happened? They were scheduled just when the government shutdown was going to be implemented. Well, it actually got underway, what, 10 days ago, and they ran out of funds. And so the question is, is Facebook off the hook for a while, or at least for now, or will they even get back to it? Because, guess what, I think it was on the House side, and which means that with the Pelosi and company coming in, they may not have, it wouldn't surprise me if they don't have any interest whatsoever in investigating Facebook. But Franklin Graham, because he is quoting scripture, was censored for 24 hours for, for not something he said yesterday, the day before, but a comment he made two years ago. Well, Graham uh, Franklin explained in a weekend Facebook post, quote, well, now we know Facebook has a secret rule book for policing speech. I was banned from posting on Facebook last week for 24 hours. Why? Because of a post from back in 2006 about North, Carolina, North Carolina's House Bill 2. And to remind you, that was the bathroom bill. Okay. So two years ago, they decided to suspend him. CBN goes on to report the suspension raises curious, serious questions as critics ask if Facebook is willing to block one of the most prominent Christian leaders in the world, then what's next? What happens if you're not so much a prominent follower of Christ? Instead of your Facebook message going out to three, 5,000 people, maybe it went out to two. Hard to tell when you don't have professionals monitoring that sort of thing for you as a more prominent person might be able to uh, put together. The stunning announcement also reinforces ongoing reports of censorship against Christian beliefs by other social media giants and the tech companies that control so much of the communication and interaction in our world today. And we're talking Google, Twitter, and Apple. Now, a Facebook spokesperson admitted to the Charlotte Observer that Graham was indeed punished for his post. That is significant, too. Punished. And while the spokesperson is now apologizing for censoring Graham, it's clear the sum of Facebook's team of 15,000 speech police. Did you catch that? 15,000 Facebook employees are the speech police. I wonder how many of those are practicing Christians. I wonder how many of those are social conservatives. I wonder how many of those are at least conservatives. I wonder how many of those are liberals. I wonder how many of those are far, far left liberals. I wonder how many of those are socialists. You can bet that that's not a 50-50 deal. And I guarantee you that in the world that we live in, because we are true to the one true God, we are true to the one where there is absolute truth, there is clear right and wrong in so many of the situations we find ourselves in, you know what, the world and the people of the world don't like to be even thinking about that there is a God in heaven who rules. Thank God it doesn't matter what people think. It matters what the facts are. Graham went on to say it's just wrong that his biblical comments were even be considered hate speech. Facebook said the post went against their community standards on hate speech. Facebook is trying to define truth. There was a character in a movie a few years back who said, the truth is what I say it is. <laughs> That's exactly what Facebook is trying to do. They're making the rules, and they are changing the rules, a direct quote from Franklin Graham. But he goes on to say "The truth will always be the only real truth. As I was commenting a a minute ago, truth is truth, Franklin said. God made the rules, and his word is truth. Actually, Facebook is censoring free speech. The free exchange of ideas is a part of our country's DNA. And uh, I'm just glad that Franklin, he never does, but he didn't back down. He confronts in love, even after he was suspended. And as soon as his account was back online, he posted, since Facebook took down the 2016 post last week, I'll copy it here so you can read it for yourself. Do you see any hate speech here? And so I'm not going to reread that posting, but he reposted the article. Uh, and I'm sure that didn't make Facebook all the much uh, happier. So, hey, if you will, just uh, lift up uh, Franklin, uh, because uh, I tell you what, uh, it it seems like it's once a month every six weeks or so because he takes a stand for Christ, and simply because he's quoting Scripture. He's not quoting himself. He's not quoting another Christian. Just because he quotes what the Bible has to say about the issue at hand, um, he is, in a sense, persecuted verbally and in other ways, as we've seen right here. Let's pray for him. And also just pray for all of the, the folks out there who are Bible-believing Christians uh, who are going to find themselves censored. And, um, in fact, many of you have been censored, I'm sure, since there's 15,000 pairs of eyes watching everything that's posted. And with their logarithms, but also the ability for their search words, uh, I bet you many of you have been, have been um, uh, censored as well, and you just don't know it. All right, any thoughts? 877-943-9673. That's eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. Joe, let's go ahead and uh, take our first break of the day. When I come back, uh, let's look at some of the highlights of 2018, both here We're around the nation first in here, and then um, if you've got a Bible, if you want to follow along later on in our program, flip on over to Luke, the Gospel of Luke, the 15th chapter for some thoughts about uh, starting over, the end of the year, and a new year. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. Join the conversation. I'll be right back.
7: the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in Lebanon. Over half of them, children. Roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future, they are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. You can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to help bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190. Right now, your gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire class of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Let's rescue these kids for Christ before someone else captures them for evil. It'll be the best gift you give this year. Call now and be as generous as you can. 877-873-0190. That's 877 873
3: How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online
13: same great people who bring you this nifty radio station.
0: Relive the glory days of the Great American Road Trip on the Great American Road as Travel Cats presents a once-in-a-lifetime guided tour of the legendary Route 66. This luxury motor coach tour takes you from Illinois to the California coast. Experience classic Route 66 museums and roadside diners, the Painted Desert, and much more. Only 50 seats are available for this very special Route 66 road trip coming in June.
1: Details at TravelCats.com. That's Travel K. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine? Out of darkness. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
5: man that sums up the gospel doesn't it hey about 20 minutes past the hour i am him he is mine and i am his and i tell you what that's what this christian walk is all about glad to have you with us on this final day of december 31st 2018 phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 great to hear ralph yankee arnold just before coming back from the break uh pastor yankee was with tony zach and i on our last uh station hosted trip to uh, israel uh and uh tell you what lasting memories to have him with us and of course uh his deep biblical understanding all right before we talk about the top events of 2018 and uh both here and uh around the nation and around the world anthony is with us this afternoon i want to bring anthony in to join the conversation happy new year my friend
15: Hey uh brother Bill it's uh it's a blessing to have you back on the air. Uh to you and yours and uh all the listeners uh you know let's make this uh with 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 God only the a uh, safe and uh and secure uh, transition from the old into the new year. Uh I'm so glad to hear you again. Um It's me, been a long me, time
5: since we've chatted, Anthony.
15: That's right, brother and uh it's it's you know God bless the brother who uh covered for you and uh The brothers. <laughs> the the brothers, actually, actually for sure. Um uh, good content on, on their on on their part. Uh but uh as a personal listener, uh, I'm, your voice is a welcome blessing and just the information that you share and you bring forth, uh, it's just it, it, spiritual and, uh, and and political uh, for us Christians uh, to uh, that we can't get from any of the local or uh, mainstream media. Uh, you're you're a blessing from God, so uh, thank you very much. Um, let me get on this the little issue. And one, one of my major beasts is compromise. You know, mm-hmm. as a, as a former atheist and, and one who uh, kind of was into the black metal, and that's black metal as far as heavy metal uh, giving homage to the dark side, the the adversary of God, Um, and having come into the light with God's help, and of course, all credit and glory goes to Him, but the compromise is from those who profess to be Christians. Now, it can be uh, celebrities, it can be musicians, it can be talk Uh, day talk show hosts uh whatever uh when they profess to be christians yet have no say as to what is abnormal from the bible's viewpoint and yet they 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 kind of squirt over the issue they don't want to get caught up in the whole uh they, they don't want to. They don't want to cross the line. They they don't they don't want to be on the on the on the right side of where God is put, is putting us. They want to sort of be in a safe zone. They don't want to be criticized by the world. And and my main beef, and I've had tasks with certain uh, uh, Christian quote unquote Christian groups who have kind of gone into a little bit into the compromise area. Uh, this is a time, and Paul spoke about it in Romans, where this abnormal mindset of the world was going to be pushing with all efforts to impose their distorted and and, and uh, abnormal lifestyles on those who don't agree with them, and we've seen that with the baker in Colorado, we've seen it with the florist who wouldn't uh, give a knee to the LGBT and Q and whatever else they want to add to that uh, community. Uh, we as christians who who base our existence and our our footsteps on the principles that are written down in this, the holy book um we can't take we can't sway we can't uh straddle the fence uh we can't go in that gray area we need to position ourselves come what may against us we can't compromise we we just can't for those who are married and have kids you know they're they're targeting the kids. You see what's going on in, in in schools where they're allowing uh cross dressers and transvestites to read books to our to the kids i mean that's they're targeting the kids and the parents need to wake up the church needs to wake up and not compromise any longer I mean um, well,
5: you know, let me jump in for just a second because uh, a couple of things number one um you know, keep in mind that where we find ourselves today, there certainly has been an influence by those in the secular education public school business. But I go back to uh, absentee dads. I go back to to start with. I mean, I am going to build on what you said, but I want to go back to talk about the fact that we've got a lot of dads that aren't plugged in. We've got a lot of kids in our urban areas uh, who have found themselves being born. And a do not know who their father is, or b the father has never been uh you know on the scene to help raise that child in the wisdom and admonition of the world uh, of the Bible, I should say of the word, and then you've got a fifty percent divorce rate uh both inside the church and outside the church, and here's where I'm going to step on some toes, and then you've got the people who are living together uh who are who are somehow feeling confident that they are Uh, solid practicing Christians when they are living together and not married and then building on what you said. um, You know my job is pretty easy because my job number one is to be a student of Scripture and to know either what God says about a topic or to know where to go to find out what God says about a topic. So uh, in most of my conversations Yes, sometimes they they get off on the hate thing and all the other stuff that goes along with the name calling, which I don't participate in. But it's very clear. And my audience just needs to hear that what we do here, what we're all about at Salem in terms of our values, but more particularly on my show and and myself, is that um, it's what the Bible has to say, which is the foundation of my talking points for any topic, for instance the very thing you you're you're sharing Anthony is first of all uh, sex outside of a committed marriage between a born-again Christian uh, male and female uh, sex is only to occur within inside the bonds of holy matrimony okay. adultery is just as wrong as homosexuality sex before marriage is just as is wrong as uh, lesbian or transgender all I'm saying is is that it doesn't matter to me and I don't single one out for the other because sin is sin and my point is when it comes to the children yeah they have been they have been indoctrinated for decades but my problem is is before the public school or some would say the LGBT agenda with kids and kids and young people I mean, Anthony, it was, it was dads that started, uh, you know, being a wall. It was a 50% divorce rate. So we have put our kids at risk. This is only further down the slippery slope because we have put our millennials and our young kids in such a jeopardy. Uh, and I know that at a lot of our Christian schools, the majority of the kids that are in the schools, uh, have divorced parents that are remarried now. You know, I'm not saying anything about that in general, other than to say that, Anthony, you're right with the cross-section cross that you're speaking to, but you know, we as Christians, number one, have to be very sober about the entire uh, landscape on how we got here, and through very thoughtful prayer, uh, there's many fronts to, in love, speak out about, and one of which is what you're sharing today.
15: I think one of the things, when I first became a Christian, I I started seeing things from sort of from the outside looking in and I started noticing some things where I felt like in my perception, the Christian church, not all of it, but a certain percentage of it wasn't shifting to get in depth into creationism. Uh, you, You see brother Ken Ham, uh, that guy's getting slammed, but he stands his ground, uh, you know, you you look pictures of of the ark. What Sunday school classes would teach the kids about the ark is is was ludicrous. Uh, you know, they weren't they weren't perceiving it in an accurate uh, uh, picture. Sure. It, it looked with, from the outside world. That's why they ridiculed it, you know, animals' heads sticking out of the windows, certain windows from the Ark. It was, uh, like, it was like
5: a comic strip illustration and not uh, a serious depiction of teaching kids on how the Ark could be a, a very real, and we know it's real, but a very real and plausible uh, situation. But you're right, and yes. we gotta take, we got to take a break, but I want to tell you that the whole idea of the Darwinism, And the fact that uh, it's not just the fact of the the theory, and I emphasize the word theory, it's still the theory of evolution. And in evolution, there is a lot of stipulated uh, conjectures by scientists that were not proven by observable science. But the whole idea is, is that that is what's taken God, been the fourth step of taking God out of public school, taking God out of the moral question. And quite frankly, when you have God, you have absolute truth. Yes and no. When you have this, what we're teaching today in schools, and you can't have a prayer, you can't bring God in, that's why my truth is truth, your truth is truth, everybody else's truth is truth. Why? Because that's Darwin's evolution, survival of the fittest. Everything
15: is true. So That's why apologetics, Christian apologetics is so important. You have uh, absolutely Brother Woodward on uh, Saturdays with the universe next door. Yeah, Those are great. vital for parents to get their kids And it's not over the top science. It's pretty much you start with the fundamentals and you start growing into it and start learning. Uh, You know, there's so much rich material that's in the scriptures that science has has yet yet, had been late to discover. So uh, you know, we can't we can't let things ridicule from guys like Bill Maher. Or, uh, or Bill Nye uh, come against us because um, their science is is, is, is is full of gaps, and uh, the more we get into uh, Christian apologetics, the more we study the scriptures, uh, we start getting into those gems that are in that that book so uh yeah let's not compromise let's go stronger with God's help and his strength and uh, his wisdom and uh, let's not back down, brother. All right.
5: Hey, we got to go, but, Anthony, great. Boy, I'll tell you what, I love my conversations with you. i got to cut this one short, but from all of my family to your family, from the Weavers and Salem, we just wish you a very, very blessed evening and just uh, absolutely uh, God-led 2019.
15: God bless you all. Take care, brother. Take care.
5: Anthony in Tampa. 877-943-9673. Time is fleeting, I'm going to try and do a very quick review of uh, 2018 because I want to share some thoughts from Scripture, from the Book of Luke. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
6: This is the latest from SRN News.
13: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. House Democrats are unveiling legislation to reopen the government without money for President Trump's border wall. The House is preparing to vote on the package Thursday when the new Congress convenes. It'll include one bill to fund the Department of Homeland Security at current levels through February 8th with $1.3 billion for border security. But Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says no bill is going to get through the Senate that the president won't sign. President Trump's National Security Advisor John Bolton is traveling to Israel and Turkey in early January to discuss the U.S. withdrawal of troops from Syria. Bolton spokesman Garrett Marquis said in a statement Monday that Bolton will be joined in Turkey by General Joseph Dunfer, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and James Jeffrey, the Secretary of State's special representative for Syria engagement. Good day on Wall Street as the Dow is up by 265 points, the Nasdaq rose 50. More details at SRNNews.com.
15: My mother would say to me, you can't have a testimony without a test. That's what I look at what happened to me as a child, is God has given me an awesome testimony.
11: When Rachel's family discovered she was being abused by a babysitter, they turned to focus on the family counseling for help.
15: I'm just reminded of the goodness of God, how good he is. Because no matter how, how much the situation hurts, God always has a way of healing us and bringing us through that and helping us realize, hey, just because you went through this, it doesn't define who you are. You're defined by my word and who I am, not what others have done to you, hurt you, or abused you.
11: Today, Focus continues to play a role in encouraging and supporting Rachel.
15: It's blessed for family. We, we feel richly blessed by Focus from the family.
11: I'm Jim Daly. Give the gift of family to help more people like Rachel. And when you give today, your donation will be doubled. Call 800-A-FAMILY.
12: Western Wall. Sail on the Sea of Galilee. Pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
7: Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book, 800-247-1899, or
14: click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. 2018 now enters the history books with more of a bang than a whimper. It was the year Brett Kavanaugh joined the Supreme Court. President Trump restructured his cabinet. Democrats celebrated a blue wave in the House, and the partisan divide only deepened. It was the year that titans in the digital world began to feel the heat of international scrutiny, and the stock market scored a big zero. California was threatened by the deadliest wildfires in state history, and disasters dotted the globe. But in Thailand, a soccer team, including 12 boys and their coach, were rescued from a flooded cave as the world watched and prayed. There was a royal wedding in Britain, and the world said goodbye to scientist Stephen Hawking and to both President George H.W. Bush and his wife Barbara. An historic age of world evangelism came to an end with the death of Billy Graham. It was a year for the ages, and now it is history. I'm Albert Motler.
0: Public Policy. Pepperdine. edu. God is
1: faithful.
13: God bless you, Mr. Bunkley. I got so glad when I uh, turned on the radio after work and I heard your voice.
1: And Bill Bunkley is back.
13: You don't know how you have affected our lives positively. And when I saw my wife the first time, I thought, guess
2: guess who I heard on the radio? And she got so glad also, like we're family. And of course, we're family in Christ.
1: The Bill Bunkley Show, weekdays from 4 to 6 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. God is on the move, on the
7: move, hallelujah God is on the move in many mighty ways God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah God is on
5: the move, on the move today Hey, we're back, Bill Bunkley here and by the way, do you know that God is on the move with you? Now you've got to submit to him and you've got to let him be Lord of your lives but I'm going to tell you what God is definitely this moment, this hour, wanting to be on the move with you. The only question is, will you let him in? Hey, welcome back. Time is fleeting on me. 37 minutes past the hour on the Bill Bunkley Show. I want to do a quick review. But first, hey, please consider our friends uh, at Focus on the Family because this is our year in opportunity to help them. Things have been a little bit tight, a little bit short at the end of 2018 for Focus on the Family. And uh, I got to tell you that uh my good friend Jim Daly and the folks there at Focus they are the preeminent organization on so many areas of the waterfront to help us with our walk and right now we've got some generous supporters long term supporters for focus on the family that is doubling everything that's given up until midnight tonight so if you're looking for an opportunity or maybe maybe you're re- being reminded now that you know, the Christmas shoppings in the rearview mirror, the all of the Christmas preparations and meals in the rearview mirror. Got a little bit of activity tonight and maybe, uh, uh, you know, so, some barbecue or something going on tomorrow for the bro games. You know what, maybe this would be the time to say, you know what, uh, I remember when Focus on the Family had the answers I needed directly from God's Word. You know what, would you partner with them this afternoon? Go to our website, letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. Focus on the family. My good friend Jim Daly. All of them are working hard on behalf of all of us. And I tell you what, it'd be very special if you could help them out. Now, let's go ahead. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. I mentioned that number, Joe, cautiously because you know we are driven by our conversations with you, and what that means is is that sometimes uh, we will we will get into the conversations, and sometimes some of the topics we plan to cover. Don't always uh, go to plan because God is very, very set in his accuracy of time. But let's uh, try and review uh, 2018. Uh, and I, because I wanted you to, some of these are just going to stand out in your mind. There'll be a moment when you were watching uh, some of these early ones in January or February. You maybe were tuning in on the way home and my live commentary of some of these events. But let's take a look back uh, real quick as we want to be in prayer, not only for those who have been affected by the events of 2018, but uh, preparing for 2019. Well, back in January, the year began with California became state number six to legalize the sale of not medical marijuana, but recreational marijuana. Also in January, we were just shocked to find out that uh, uh, the whole Olympic gymnast program and the physician, Larry Nasser had done terrible things to so many of those young ladies. Uh, he got 135 years in jail for abusing more than 250 girls. And so with that, uh, Allie Raisman uh, certainly was on the front lines for that. Uh, she spoke out many places, including 60 Minutes. Then February rolled around, and you remember that uh, we were going home at night, and uh, watching the satellite from South Korea. It was the Winter Olympics. And then that fateful afternoon, I remember being on the air, and that is when the gunmen opened fire at Marjory Stoneman Douglas High School right here in Parkland, Florida, down in Fort Lauderdale, killing 17 students as well as staff members. And, of course, the survivors of that, both parents and kids, have uh, certainly uh, made their voices heard since that very tragic event move on to march march was that time where hundreds of thousands of protesters went to washington for a rally the march for our lives and of course that was part of the the shooting down in fort lauderdale and the other acts of violence around the country and so they um those protesters uh took it to um um the Washington, D.C. area, for that important march. In April, uh, Facebook executive Mark Zuckerberg appeared before Congress to defend his company over data breaches. I'll pause with that. In a name maybe a lot of us wish we never heard about, but nonetheless, Stormy Daniels, the stripper, took center stage after President Trump denied paying her off over an alleged encounter. And uh, then we had the whole Russia thing starting to come forward. And then we continued to hear about the data misuse. And so, uh, again, with uh, the Stormy Daniel situation, that was uh, happening during the month of April. In May, Hawaii's Kilauea Volcano. And I remember that very much because we've been there on a couple of occasions. I've actually had the uh, pleasure of... um, flying over the volcano, taking video and um, uh, still shots. Certainly not when it was erupting in in May, but uh, as we continue to watch it erupt and erupt and the lava flows and the houses that were destroyed, uh, that was also the month that uh, President Trump decided to pull us out of the Iran nuclear deal. And uh, that was a very, very important move, which I thoroughly supported. And then we had the next of the royal weddings that month, and that was when Meghan Merkel married Prince Henry. And, of course, she still continues to um, make the news with uh, the American outsider to the royal family, and it seems like every few weeks she is making a misstep that uh, those who follow those type of things like to um, make note of. Well, in June, the uh, reports came in that migrant children had been being separated by their, excuse me, illegal aliens and illegal immigrant children had been separated from their parents as part of President Trump's zero-tolerance border policy. (coughs) Also, the president traveled to Singapore to meet with North Korea's Kim jong Un, and that was the first sitting president to meet with a North Korean leader. And uh, even today, that still has mixed results, except for the fact, remember, that the rhetoric was very, very intense between uh, the president and Kim Jong-un, and uh, there were threats of uh, nuclear attack, and uh, we all must remember that since the president uh, has been working in that area, it has been quiet on that front. In July, France won the World Cup, defeating Croatia. And uh, that's when we found out that uh, President Trump, after Mr. Scalia's passing on the Supreme Court, that Brent Kavanaugh was going to be the one he chose to uh, have that replacement. In August, uh, two people died very familiar with uh, all Americans. One was the great singer Aretha Franklin, known as the Queen of Soul, and uh, Arizona Senator John McCain, finally succumbed to cancer, and both of those that uh, that month were very big stories. And then, <clears throat> in September, uh, you might remember the name Christine Blasey Ford. Well, she was in the headlines in September after she accused uh, Trump's nominee, Kavanaugh, of assault way back during high school. Not knowing what day it happened, no one who was there collaborating it anyway, after a very... Uh, soap opera-like event on television. Uh, Kavanaugh was later confirmed to the Supreme Court, and uh, most of her allegations, though some uh, believe they are absolutely true, I think they were basically dismissed by uh, most members of Congress, certainly not those in the far left. How about October? Boy, we'll, we'll... If we think we won't forget it, we have brothers and sisters up in the panhandle that won't forget October. Does the name Hurricane Michael mean anything to you? And then we had also the gun violence at the Tree of Life Synagogue where 11 Jewish members of that congregation were gunned down uh, in an act of anti-Semitism. That was just horrible. And uh, then uh, it was also the murder uh, believe it or not, just back in October, of the Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi, uh, most widely thought to be orchestrated by the Saudi government, and we're still working through that, and as well as keeping our friends in Pittsburgh at that mosque in our prayers. Well, coming up uh, last month in November, the midterm election saw that the Democrats, in fact, regained control of the House of Representatives the Senate and the Republicans expanded by a few seats. Their dominance in that chamber. And then, unbelievable. I mean, we have seen wildfires. You know, we deal with hurricanes in Florida. But in California, they deal with wildfires. How about the the fire called the massive campfire? 88 people dead so far. And uh, unbelievable, the scenes that we watched and the number of uh, homes that were destroyed. And... Still another mass shooting, this time at the bar at Thousand Oaks, California, filled with all of those college students. And then just a few weeks ago in December, former President George H.W. Bush passed away, and we just had an opportunity to spend three or four days uh, in remembrance and memorial to his life. Uh, And now just uh, we're in the end of December news and the partial shutdown of the federal government over what to do about the, uh, the wall. Those were major headlines in terms of the nation. Well, how about for Florida? Ron DeSantis beat Andrew Gillum by a hair. And it is going to be, I think it's January the 9th, inauguration day, that he's going to become the next governor of the great state of Florida. But Mr. Gillum, tell you what, very impressive run. He will be back. We'll see what the Democrats will do in the years ahead. At the same time, Bill Nelson, after decades of being the Democratic senator from Florida, was defeated by uh, former, uh, former well, Florida Governor Rick Scott. He's not former yet. Uh, and again, um, Rick Scott uh, basically self-funding his campaign um, uh, to defeat uh, the long-term senator. So now we have two Republicans. We have the senior senator, Marco Rubio, and the junior senator, to be uh, oh i think he got sworn in that is rick scott adam putnam good friend of mine unfortunately he came up short for the Democrat for the republican nominee for governor and also gwen graham the daughter of uh, governor graham bob graham uh, she came up short as well both of those were somewhat surprises but when you had the uh, we have the purple state that Florida has entered into. You certainly can see how that um, happened. And, and some of that was caused by what we would call the Trump effect. Then we had uh, the recounts. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. The Florida recounts in Broward County raised its ugly head again. And uh, so we'll see if this time they'll be able to make the changes there with uh, Supervisor Elections even though she's filed suit, but they need a big change there. And the midterms brought along the uh, Amendment 4, which is restoring the voting rights to thousands of felons, and the governor and the legislature is going to decide on um, what are going to be the implementing policies for that. The huge big story from Fort Myers all the way up to St. Petersburg Beach, Treasure Island, uh, Mad Beach, of course, the Red Tide. And uh, the red tide just devastated us this year. And so with that, hopefully now the conditions have shifted with the cooler weather and uh, we're away from that. I mentioned the hurricanes, uh, Hurricane Michael. But don't forget the Me Too effort uh, in Florida. That was also very, very, very part of the news. Well, maybe I'll share this story on um, Wednesday. Maybe I won't. Uh, only because of time but um, I wanted I wanted to wrap up the last show of 2019 talking about the, par- the the parable of the prodigal son and that of course is found in Luke 15 and um, we've got just a couple of minutes left but I want to remind you, There was a man that had two sons. He was fairly well off. One of his sons wanted half of what was coming to him. Dad gave it to him. He took off. Blew it on wild partying, prostitutes, all sorts of stuff. Ended up broke in a distant land and realizing the consequences of his poor decisions. I know I'm talking to some folks here who didn't do that type of thing this year. But, you know, all of us, as we look back, we can identify times where we made some bad decisions. And we also know that we've lived with the consequences of those bad decisions. But the big question is, this young man came to his senses, and I'm having to go very, very quickly. Just got a couple minutes left. This young man came to his senses and came back to his dad and just wanted to be a hired hand. But, you know, if you understand Jewish culture, even in the fact that uh, his father, when he saw him, is it's almost like, and I've heard several pastors in the last few months preach on this, that some believe he was actually looking every day for a son. That even though his son insulted him and took everything, he was still his son. He wanted him to come home. And it, maybe he was looking every day. But that son had the courage to say, you know what? I made a big mistake. My selfishness and my partying and my wild living or my this or my that I got to have the boat. I got to have the this. I got to have that. I got to have the girlfriend with my wife or the boyfriend with the husband. <coughs> All of that sinful behavior. But you know what? He made a big mistake and he paid a terrible consequence. But he came back and asked for forgiveness. I think there's somebody out there today I just wanted to share with no matter what you've done. Part of ringing out the the old and bringing in the new is making things right. In the same way that God's a redemptive God, he wants to restore you if there's some areas of your life where you've compromised. And if there's someone that you need to call, maybe you haven't talked to your mom or dad in a long time, maybe it's a brother or sister, aunt or uncle, whatever it is, now's the time to say, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna read this story about the prodigal son, and by the way, it's it's Luke 15, verse 11 uh, through uh, 32. Read that story and overlay it on your life, and ask yourself: Is there an area of my life that I need to get right? Is there somebody I need to call or go see? Because I'm gonna tell you that. Many of you are finding yourselves going around and around and around like that mouse or like that hamster in the hamster cage with the round running thing. You're running, 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 and you're doing things your own way, and you and I know you're not getting anywhere. So I wanted to give you, I I had hoped to give you a longer version, but I wanted to set the stage to say, you know what? If you're that prodigal son or prodigal daughter, What a wonderful opportunity in that or any other area to get right with that person and, most importantly, get right with the Lord and have that opportunity for you to go into 2019 with a clean conscience, a clean slate. And remember, God, God is a forgiver of all things. Other than you denying Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, there is no, no unpardonable sin. And that's what I wanted to share with you. Well, as we wrap up, one last thing, and that is would you please, please, please consider today before the clock strikes midnight, will you consider a one-time gift of $98 for my sisters who are moms and with the little children in Lebanon, Heart for Lebanon. We have classrooms ready to go. We need to fund the operating expense for a year. A one-time gift right now of $98 would provide us with another day for an 18-student classroom that we want to get started at the first of the year. Could you call and take one, two, three, or four classrooms? Call right now, tax-deductible, 877-873-0190, 877-873-0190. On behalf of Joe Weaver and his family and the Bunkley family and all of us at Salem Radio, we wish you a very blessed and safe evening and a happy new year until Wednesday at 4.